Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. You know, well, to Nacho, we can see it was important to him. And he took matters into his own hands to make sure that his friend was baptized. Why? Because he said he was concerned for his soul. Nacho seen that, you know what? We need baptism. You need to be baptized because we're going to about to, about to fight. We're about to do some, some wrestling right now. And if you're not baptized, you have no power, is really what Nacho was saying. Nacho believed in water baptism. Nacho believed that there was something there, and he was concerned about his friend. And said, so, you know what? He took matters to his own hands, and he baptized his friend. Amen. How many know that we can't force people to get baptized? Come on, right? I, I didn't go around, amen, uh, uh, these last couple of weeks before the baptism and say, you know, have you been baptized? Did you be, have you been baptized? You know, I didn't go around, you need to get baptized. You, you need to sign up right now. Go sign up because no one signed up. Go sign up now, right? I, I didn't go around asking anyone here to be baptized. It is a choice. Can somebody say amen? Come on. So you got to understand, people that signed up, amen, have decided for themselves, I want to get baptized. So, you know, we, we, we can't go around with a bowl of water and sneak behind people that, you know, we're concerned for and baptize them, just like Nacho did, amen. How I many know that we can't do that, amen? They have to make the decision for themselves. Can somebody say amen? But before I baptize you, amen, you should know the whys. Amen? And why water baptism? Amen? The thief, come on, if he was not dying on the cross when he met Jesus, without a shadow of a doubt, he would get baptized. I believe that. I believe that he, if he got saved, he would get baptized. At that moment, he did not have time. Amen? Uh, he's on his death sends amen he's about to die in the next few minutes or, or moments or that day or hours whatever it is in that time amen he did not have time at that jesus looked at him and it says right here in romans 10 13 for anyone who calls on the name of the lord will be saved he called out to jesus amen and he got saved and he says today you'll be in paradise he accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He identified him as Lord and Savior, amen. But if he met him before the cross, he would have got baptized. So let's take a deeper look at baptism today to answer the question, why water baptism? Amen? Are you ready? Come on, get your notes ready, amen, your mind ready, amen, because I'm going to drop some heavy revy for you guys to know why water baptism? First, amen. First, water baptism is an important part, listen, of being a believer. Do we have any believers in the house? Come on. Then we got to get baptized right there. This is just part of being 
uh, important part of being a believer. It says here, Jesus, this is Jesus speaking in Matthew 28, 19. It says, therefore, go, somebody say go, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Mark chapter 16, 15, it says this, and then he told them, this is Jesus speaking as well here. He says, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone, anyone, anyone, anyone. Somebody say anyone. Somebody say me. Anyone who believes and is baptized, listen, will be saved. But the one who refuses to believe will be condemned. See, the act of water baptism, of being immersed in water, was a response, listen, uh, of after receiving salvation. Uh, that's why I believe that the thief on the cross, actually, you, you got to understand, he would have got baptized once he received once salvation. He would have got baptized, amen. Actually, a few years ago, uh, I ministered a message of baptism, amen, and someone that day got saved and got baptized, See, back then, amen, back when they were baptizing, back then, amen, people got saved, got baptized in the same day. There was saved, saved. Come on, somebody say saved, saved. They're saved, saved. They were, they were committed, amen. So it's an important step as a disciple, listen, of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 3, 17, uh, 13 to 17 says this, and Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized, listen, by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. And he said, I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said, so why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, and you got to grab this, guys, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him, and after his baptism, as Jesus came out of the water, the heavens opened up and saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, settling on him. And the voice from heaven said, listen guys, you got to understand, after 400 years of being silent, after 400 years of God saying nothing, God finally speaks at the baptism of his son, amen, and he says this, this is my son, my dearly loved son, who brings me great joy. Here in Matthew chapter 3, we see that Jesus himself, gets baptized. Come on, John the Baptist baptized Jesus in order to fulfill, listen, what was required. See, Jesus wasn't being baptized for the repentance of sin. That was John's baptism. Come on, Jesus never sinned, hallelujah. But he was baptized, listen church, to be empowered to accomplish God's mission. Jesus saw his baptism as advancing God's work, advancing the kingdom of God. From there on, Jesus then went to establish baptism as an external ordinance for his church, calling every believer. Any believers in this place? Come on, wave your hand at me. Come on. Let the devil know. I'm a believer. Come on, wave the hand. Say, come on, devil. I'm a believer. Got to wave it. Got to wave it. Hallelujah. Come on. He says he's calling every believer to follow in his footsteps when he said, therefore, go. Go and make disciples 
and baptizing them. See, in our modern Christian culture today, we tend to take God's word commands or his commands too lightly. But getting baptized was an important part of being a believer. It was an important part of being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Let me clear something. Like I said, water baptism alone does not save you. We know about the cross. We know about the blood. We know about the resurrection. We know about God's grace. But water baptism should be part of every believer. Secondly, okay, so it's an important part of being a believer. Number two, somebody say number two. Number two, water baptism is the symbol of a changed life. Amen? Let me show you this. What is this? What's this on my finger? You're like, a hand? Finger? <laughs> my arm? <laughs> what is it on my finger here? So what does this mean? What is, huh? It means it's a marriage. To my wife, it means back up. He's taken. Don't even think about it. Come on. Hallelujah. That's what, that is, what it means to my wife. Amen. A wedding ring, girl. You know, it, it means this. Amen. A, a wedding ring is an outward sign that the person is married or he or she has already been accounted for. While water baptism symbolizes and identifies a person as a disciple of Jesus Christ. What you're doing when you get baptized, you're telling the devil, I made up my mind. I'm breaking up with you. I am taken. You better back up. You better not think about it. Amen. I belong to Jesus. Come on, somebody. That is what you're telling the devil through water baptism. And though water baptism is symbolic, there's so much more to it, church. Tell your neighbor so much more. Tell your other neighbor, listen up. <laughs> There's so much more to it because, listen, there is depth, there is power that comes through the water baptism. Just like there's power when you are filled with the Holy Spirit. So you see, when we get saved, when we answer the altar call of salvation and we repent it from our ways, we, say I, we were spiritually baptized at the moment into the body of Christ. Did you know that? When you received Christ and you came and you, you repented of your ways, and you want Jesus and you invited him into your life, into your heart, amen. At that very moment, church, you were spiritually baptized into the body. Amen? Amen? So you got to understand water baptism is an outward sign, amen, a, a declaration, a, a decree of an inward change and commitment. In biblical uh, symbolism, water represents inner cleansing, a spiritual rebirth. Come on, somebody. That's why we're known as what? Reborn Christians, right? He's a reborn. He's a Christian. Amen. We're reborn Christians. That, that's what it's talking about here, church. Water baptism is like going to your funeral. It's an act of faith. Come on, both to God and to this world, amen. You see, the person who goes into the water, that old person 
dies. Somebody say it dies. Come on, it, it dies. It, it gets buried there, symbolically speaking here. And for some of you today that are getting baptized, I'm just going to keep you in the, just a little longer just to make sure that that old man and that old woman don't come back. And if you don't get up at all, guess what? The next time you open your eyes, you'll see Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. I'm just, I'm just taking you. I'm giving you a shortcut all the way. Amen. But that person, church, listen, that person that gets baptized comes out of the water and he becomes a new person in Christ. And as God was well pleased with his son when he got baptized, he will be well pleased with you today. Those that are getting baptized today, when you come out of that water, God's going to smile. He says, that's my son. That's my beloved daughter who I'm well pleased with. That's what you're doing to God today. You, you're about to make God smile. <laughs> Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Yeah. That you, by a decision you make, Make God, the, the creator of the universe, of all things, smile. Amen. I, I make him smile every day, you know, but, but you're going to make him smile that moment. Hallelujah. Come on. How I many know that you make, you make God smile every time you just get up and you thank him? Every time you love him, every time you serve him, every time you talk about people about him. That's what we ought to do is to, to you know, how can I make God smile today? And that's what you do, church. You continue to give yourself that. And so when you come up, you become that new person in Christ. Amen. But there's also power, listen, in water baptism. Remember, Jesus got empowered. See, he didn't get baptized because of sin. He got baptized to be empowered in order to advance God's work, in order to fulfill what was required. You understand that? So if you've been saved for a while, never been baptized with this type of understanding, or you find yourself still going through struggles, amen, or having a hard time serving the Lord, then maybe it's time, church. Maybe it's time for you to get baptized or rebaptized again, church. Or maybe it's time to give that person, that old man, that old woman a, a, a good burial death once and for all and come up new and empowered in Christ. Romans chapter 6, 4 says this, Therefore we have been buried with him through baptism into death, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in the newness of life. Colossians chapter 2, 12 says this, Buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith, in the knowledge of God who raised them from dead from the dead. It's time, church. Somebody say it's time. Somebody say it's time to bury that old man and bury that old woman once and for all, church. Number three, somebody say three. Water baptism is also an act of obedience. So number one was what? Number one was what? Don't make me look bad on Facebook Live. Hallelujah. Number one was, it's an important part of being in a believer. Number two is what? Come on, it's a symbol of a changed life. Number three? Act of obedience. Being baptized is a command from God. It is not optional. 
It is not optional, church. In fact, Jesus said in Mark 16, 16, he that believeth and is baptized will be saved. So I want you to think about this, that it's Jesus' call to believe in him, that believing in him includes the call to be baptized. And so if Jesus is saying it, and it's important to not show, hallelujah, you must see that it's important for us in our Christian walk. In the Bible, if you read the Bible in the New Testament, you do not read of an unbaptized Christian. Come on. The fact, like I said before, once they believed, once they got saved, they got baptized that same day. There was no delay. There was no thinking about it. There was no choice. Hey, you do you believe? Do you believe? Come on. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Baptize them. Dunk them. That's what it was back then. You believe? Yes. You ask Jesus? Yes. Let's find a river. Let's find a a piece of water, amen, or a a pool of water, and let's dunk people. That's what they did back then, amen. There was no second thought. You're in. Let's get baptized. Let's bury that old man. Let's bury that old woman. Let's do this once and for all if this is the choice that you made. So let's look at some that got baptized in the book of Acts. When Peter preached his first sermon on the day of Pentecost, look at one of the things he said and how they responded. In Acts chapter 238, it says this, Then Peter said unto them, Repent. Somebody say repent. And let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. If you go down to verse 41, it says this, They gladly received the word, and they were what? And they were what? They were baptized, church. They made the decision. They asked Jesus into their lives. They repented from their sins, and they got baptized all in the same day. That's how it was. There was no unbaptized Christians. Everyone that got saved got baptized. I mean, Peter baptized over 3,000 people that day. Come on. Over 3,000 people got saved, accepted Jesus, and got baptized. All in that event there, church. In Acts chapter 8, 26 to 40 says this. It talks about Philip, uh, Philip leading an Ethiopian to Christ. And after they finished discussing reading from the prophet Isaiah and James chapter 2, 26 says, faith without works is dead, church. And because a living faith, listen, produces an obedient heart, and water baptism is an act of obedience. Though water baptism is symbolic, but we, if we act in obedience and get baptized, listen, It releases power, somebody say power, to live a life of obedience. Something I believe takes supernatural in that that bed of water right there that we have. That pool of water that's out there, there's something supernatural inside there when you go in with that type of understanding. Because of the public declaration that you're making to God, to your family and friends that are here today, to the devil... The devil's going to see this day, church. 
You're declaring to him right now. Like I said before, I, I don't belong to you anymore. It's a, it's a symbolic. I'm taking it, man. I, I made my choice, amen. I'm done with this old man and woman, and you're making it to yourself, church. But there's a little bit, it gets a little bit more real, church. Listen, when you get baptized. Before it's just sign up, get baptized, and, and, and there was no understanding. We thought that was it. That's how I, I, I was raised before. You know what? There was no there was no speaking of it. You got to get baptized. You got to get baptized. You baptized? Nope. Get baptized. That was that's constantly on me. You got to get baptized. You got to get baptized. You get baptized. You're not going to heaven. All this stuff. You just baptized, baptized, baptized. That's what they believe. But there was no teaching. There was no why. Why then? Tell me why I need to get baptized. Amen. See, it takes you from the altar of repentance. Remember. When you accept Jesus Christ and when you come up here and you say, you know what, I'm a sinner. I repent from my ways. Amen. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. That is the, the altar of repentance. Uh, you are spiritually baptized at that moment into the body of Christ. And to you understand that is the altar of repentance. From there you go to the public declaration. Amen. Of stating uh, I'm truly following Christ. Uh, and with that, I believe that the power, the power of the Holy Spirit is release in you and through you amen and and listen and the lord is well pleased when you come up you may not see it but in the spirit realm he's smiling i mean when we're about to go into that pool when we got to when we start our water baptisms after service tonight god is going to say shh to this, his angels, and you'll look over the angels and over the heavens and over the balcony of heaven and start to look into that pool right there where you're sit, where you're at. And he's just about to say, shh, shh. And when you go in, come up, he, she's just going to smile. I'm well pleased. He's going to be well pleased with you. So number one is what? <laughs> you guys failed. Get out. <laughs> Important part of being a believer. Number two. Symbol of a changed life. Number three. An act of obedience. Amen. I'm going to give you $5, bro. <laughs> okay. Everyone that says, gets in order right, gets $5. Okay, who's first? No. <laughs> oh, now, now. No, now I know it. Lastly, number four. What is it? I, I just said it. Yeah. Lastly, water baptism is a burial and resurrection. So from, from being a part, an important part of a believer to being symbolic of a, a changed life, to go into an act of obedience, now you're going to a burial and a resurrection. That's your declaration. That's your decree, church. In Romans chapter 6, 5 to 7, it says this, For if we have been united together in, his, in, through, in the likeness of his death, certainly we should also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, and that, it'll, that we will no longer be slaves of sin, for he who died has freed us from sin.
See, if you're struggling with the guilt of your past, if you're struggling over that old man or that old woman that rises up, maybe it's because you have not given that person a proper burial. You thought he was dead. You thought she was dead and that person rises up in you. Come on. You ever thought that, man, you're over that? You ever, you ever thought, man, that, that's it. I'm not that old man no more. I'm not that old woman. Only to find out it's still there. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come on. Someone just pushed you and all of a sudden there she is. There he is. Amen. Something happened. Someone cut you off. Something happened. Something inside you thought that person was dead. It's like Michael Myers of Halloween. Right? Man, each time in the movie you thought the dude is dead and all of a sudden the music starts playing. And all of a sudden he starts to move his fingers and all this stuff. And he just gets up and here he comes again. Run, girl, run. She's not dead. Right? That's, that's You know what? I believe that there are some Michael Myers, Christians that have Michael Myers spirit inside of them. Man. They don't die, amen, because they did not give that person a proper burial. Come on. Let me tell you, church. Uh, come on. Just, just coming to church doesn't save you. Church doesn't save you, church. Just sitting here doesn't mean you got a ticket. There has to be a changed life, amen. But it's important, right? Like baptism, it's important, amen, to be baptized, amen. Do you get, does it save you? No, but it's an important part of, for every believer, amen. Same thing, amen. Uh, come on, church doesn't save you, but how many know it's important to be part of the body of Christ, amen. Uh, it's important, church. You've got to add the importance that gives you the strength, uh, that gives you the victory, uh, that gives you the power to overcome those things. Uh, and if we're struggling with those other areas, you're not going to have a victorious walk. We need Jesus. We need the water baptism. We need to make sure that that old man, that, that old woman dies once and for all. Amen. I, I don't want no music playing for me and let that old man rise up in me. Hallelujah. Come on. You got to give it a proper burial. What they should have done to Michael Myers is cut that head off. Hallelujah. I bet you would not got up after that. But no, stab him. At that. What's that? That's nothing. Take my head off? <laughs> That's a different story, amen. Got to cut the head off, church. Cut that old man's head off. Cut that old woman's head off and give it a proper burial. Water baptism is very important reminder of that person that you were before. Listen, when you're going in that water, that's the last time you're going to see he or him and her if you do it right. If you go into that water and say, you know what, this is it. I'm, I'm dying to self. I'm dying. There's power in this water battle. I'm not just going to, I'm not just here to, 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 to show everybody. I'm not just here to sit down. I'm not here to cause a show. I'm here to die. We're having a funeral today, church, for those that choose to get baptized today. Of that old man, that old woman saying, you know what, I want it done with. And if you ask God that, you know what, I understand what it means. I understand that when I go in there, there is power that's going to break the chains of this old man or woman in my life. And I'm going to come up as a new person. Strong in Christ church. A brand new creation in God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things. Somebody say old things. Pass away and behold, all things become 
brand new church. The Amplified Version puts it like this. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, being part of Christ, being part of the body of Christ, amen, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a, a new creation altogether. The old, previous moral, spiritual condition has passed away, and behold, the fresh and the new has come. Church, you have nothing to lose, but everything, everything. <laughs> oh, my Lord, hallelujah. I'm Latino. <laughs> I got to bury this old Latino, man. <laughs> you have nothing to lose but everything to gain by following Jesus in the water through baptism. Ultimately, it all goes back to the statement Jesus made. In John chapter 14, 15, it says, if you love me, how many love the Lord? Come on, let's, let's be serious. How many love the Lord in this place? He says, if you love me, then keep my commandments. Obey what I told you to do if you love me. Right? He says, if you love me, you obey what I commanded. If you're not, you're not, you're not my disciple. There has to be an obedience. There has to be those things that we take as important. Like I said, it's time to, to, not, to live not taking his word Taking his word lightly, it's time to get serious with the word of God, church. If we're going to be victorious in God, if we're going to root ourselves deeper in God, then we got to take the word more serious. And know that, you know what? He gives us these things because there's an important part to it. He's, he gives us these things because he knows how the enemy works. He created him. He knows him. And he knows his mission statement. He's... The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's, that is his job. That is what he does. That's his assignment. That's what his demons do. That's what they carry out is to make sure that you don't make it. It says, God, on the other hand, yeah, there's grace and there's mercy of God. And he says, I'll save you. And anyone that calls on the name of the Lord, I'll save you. But as you're living and you accept him, I mean, it doesn't stop right here. He baptizes you into the body but now you've got to make the declaration, the decree that I live for Christ. A repentance is a turnaround, church. You were doing one thing at one time, and you make a repentance of a total turnaround to the opposite direction, never going back to that. That's what repentance is. But the thing is, so many of us, we struggle and we, the flesh turns around again. Or that... Michael Miles' spirit rises up again and we start doing what we're not supposed to be doing. The Bible says it like a, a, a person that, that, that goes back to their sin is like what? Like a dog that goes back to its what? Its vomit. And that's what we do. You know, we got life and God gives us this and we make this, this, uh, this, this, this choice, but there, there are important steps that we got to do to symbolize there's a changed life because then we're going to confuse the world that we're trying to invite in. You know, we're inviting God, inviting them to church and say, come in church, I'm a changed person. And all, you tell them all this stuff and, and it's all good, but now all of a sudden you start acting like the world again, you're going to confuse them. If you made a choice, make a choice and say, this is, I'm in. I'm done. I don't want that old man. I, I, I don't. It tries to rise up in me, but I crucify. I, I, I give him a proper, proper burial. 
every morning. This flesh dies every morning. I crucify. I crucify. Water baptism is just a step to empower you. It's an important part. I'm a believer. I got to get baptized. Jesus got baptized. I need to get baptized. Come on. And then you got to understand that, you know what? It's, it's about a changed life. I'm, I'm changed. I'm different. So I'm going to die to this person. It's an act of obedience. God says to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to question God. I'm just going to simply follow God and do what he needs to do, knowing that if I do that, it releases benefits in my life. It's going to make me stronger and, I, and empower me with all that. When I go in that water, I'm going to be empowered. I'm going to come up new. And that old person, that old woman's going to die. That old man's going to die once and for all. Can somebody say amen? So I'm going to close today. Water baptism is very simple, church. But it's a profound act of obedience if, that you'll carry for the rest of your life. If you haven't taken the steps in, in the Christian faith or recommitted your, your life to the Lord or, or never been baptized with this type of understanding, I strongly encourage you to make a decision and follow Jesus by getting baptized. As we celebrate with you of burying that old man, that old woman, and coming up new in Christ Jesus. Of course, we can't take water baptism without first embracing what it represents and it represents a living relationship with Jesus because without this church, baptism is simply you getting wet. Maybe you're here today. Maybe you're not saved. Then this is where you start. Come on, you start at the altar of repentance. Give them your heart.